Susan McLaughlin here with the Align for Health podcast. If you're living in chronic pain or are just interested to learn how people have successfully gotten themselves out of pain, this is the podcast for you. Tune in to listen to interviews of everyday people taking steps toward a pain-free life. Today I have the pleasure to speak with Isabel Spradlin. Isabel is a massage therapist specializing in abdominal pain, distress, and adhesions. Hi, Isabel. Thank you for meeting with me today and chatting with me about belly love. Thank you. It's really great to be here. So first of all, I just want to give a little introduction with um, who you are and what brought you to the area of the belly. Yeah, well... Let's see. So I've been a licensed massage therapist for almost nine years now. And when I first started practicing, you know, it really didn't take very long to draw the line between what was happening in the belly, the abdomen, the pelvic floor, and the rest of the body. And they're so profoundly interconnected. And uh, the health of the abdomen and the belly is so important in how the rest of the body is functioning that once I sort of figured it out, I was hooked, you know, and then most of my work really turned to focus on really what's happening in the abdomen, what's happening in the belly and the pelvic floor, and that how that, uh, how bringing that into healthy function for people can benefit not just pain and dysfunction that's happening in the belly itself, but throughout the entire body. So that's really where I sort of came from. It just naturally grew out of the injury recovery work that I was already doing in my practice from the very beginning. So was there a particular incident or um, kind of a wave or influx of clients that seemed to have the, the belly needing attention? What, what specifically drew you in? What, I'm, I'm fascinated by that. Yeah, so... When I, like I said, when I started my practice, I was really focused on injury recovery. And that's all I wanted to work with was to help people be out of pain. And as a result of that, I, you know, I was thinking of one client in particular, he was a contractor and he had for so many years been carrying really heavy stuff on his shoulders and not paying attention to body mechanics and things like that. And he was, he was really struggling with shoulder pain. And we had worked for several sessions on his shoulder, his back, his rib cage, things like that, but we just weren't getting the results that I really felt like we could get. And so I said, you know, do you mind if I sort of work with your belly a little bit? You know, and at that time, the only thing I knew about was the musculature of the belly in terms of uh, the superficial muscles and then psoas, that deepest, deepest muscle in the belly. And he agreed, which was wonderful that there was enough trust there for him to say, oh, yeah, go for it. Do whatever you want. And uh, in the course of working through his uh, through his abdomen, through his belly, his, his shoulder pain resolved. That was when it really resolved. And so for me, this was this tremendous aha moment of there is so much more happening in the core than I had ever I had suspected it, but I hadn't really seen it until then. And then about just about a year into my practice, it wasn't long after that, uh, that I had a client come to me from my chiropractor, actually. She had sent her. And this particular client had already had a surgery for abdominal adhesions. 
um, and it hadn't worked. So she had had relief after the surgery for about four months, which is very common, and then all of the pain came back. And she came to me without a lot of hope. She had she was getting ready to go to Germany to a surgeon there who works specifically with abdominal adhesions. Um, and she was with me just as kind of a last-ditch effort to not have to have another surgery or to make that trip. And so when she came in and described that she had this diagnosis that I had never heard of called abdominal adhesions, I was like, um, okay, well, yeah, fine. Um, and I didn't realize it was an actual thing because we all have adhesions throughout our whole body at any given time. I mean, so often when we're experiencing a lack of ease in our motion or um, various aches and pains in the body, so often that is adhesion and it can happen anywhere in our bodies and it's just a part of being alive. So when she said abdominal adhesions, I was thinking to myself, well, of course, we have adhesions there too, no problem. So I worked with her without kind of knowing that there was this overall thing happening in the medical world around this diagnosis of abdominal adhesions. And after four sessions, she was feeling so much relief from what she had been experiencing. And her pain had been really chronic. She was on opiate medications to try to kill the pain, which it didn't. It only dulled it enough just to sort of barely be able to bear the pain. Um, she hadn't been able to work in a long time because of this chronic pain that she was feeling and that she couldn't get any relief from. So when, after four sessions, she had experienced such a profound change, not just in her comfort level, but in her ability to exercise again and to feel like she could actually engage in her life, she really pushed me to research abdominal adhesions. Uh, and, and I finally researched abdominal adhesions and, you know, a large part of it, I just Googled it and found out what was on the web. And I was just shocked that so many people were suffering so much and that nobody was telling them that something could be done about it that didn't have to do with pain medications and that didn't have to do with surgery. And that is so, to my mind, intuitive, which is to touch the belly and to do it in this safe um, and very focused way that will help release those adhesions and release those patterns of pain and dysfunction. Um, so that's really how I came into sort of my fuller understanding of how to work with the belly. Well, that's fascinating to me. I mean, what, what create in all this research that you started digging into after working with her, mm -hmm. what, what's the impetus or what creates these adhesions? Well, life, <laughs> you know, um, adhesions are just a part of life. And, you know, it, there are various things that can create the adhesions. So it can be one of the things that people hear most commonly about are adhesions after surgery. And unfortunately, most of the time, people don't hear about them beforehand, before they get surgery. And so they're not really prepared for what comes after surgery with the additional scar tissue from the incisions from the surgery and whatever was done in the belly during the surgery. Um, so that's one end of the spectrum. And the other end of the spectrum, as far as what creates or causes adhesions, 
it happens long before that type of medical intervention. And it can be something as simple as just that kind of little repetitive daily bumps and bruises and things like that can create larger situations down the road. That's on the very, very end of that spectrum. Um, and then when you move more towards the middle of that spectrum, you get things like uh, martial artists. For example, that very first client that came to me, uh, she's a martial artist. And we sort of determined over time for her that probably these adhesions started for her from those repetitive blows to the belly. So even though when you're practicing in martial arts, you're prepared for the blows, it's still, you know, you, you do that enough times, you receive that blow enough times, and it's going to have an effect on those tissues. Um, and it doesn't even have to be that extreme of an insult to the belly. Sometimes all that happens is you sit at a desk for eight hours a day, and you are oftentimes not drinking quite enough water. So just being in one position, that is repetitive stress in and of itself. And that kind of repetitive stress of, of holding your body in that position for eight hours a day without enough movement, without massaging your belly, without um, bringing those tissues sort of back into a fuller state at the end of those long sitting days, that can be enough to set into the belly patterns that really create a lot of problems over time. And you can see as I'm talking about it that, you know, a lot of these things will overlap. So, you know, just these, these repetitive stress, these normal life or maybe not so normal hobbies or other traumas that have happened to the belly um, in the form of blows or other sorts of trauma or surgery, all of that um, can play into abdominal adhesions. And when you start overlapping that, so say you're a martial artist, who also has had belly surgery, there's probably a lot of extra stuff happening there because of those overlapping um, incidents that sort of uh, compromise the tissues of the belly a little bit and then need to be sort of resolved so that you can move forward and feel free in your belly health again. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And coming from my world, one of the things that I am very, very keen on is getting people breathing and getting people breathing better and just becoming more aware of their breathing. So that makes a lot of sense. If someone's not breathing through the day, they don't have that whole movement happening in their abdominal area at all, do they? Yes, exactly. And we're not taught to breathe like that normally. Um, yeah. In our daily lives, usually most of us have to learn through yoga or some other um, instructional setting how to breathe down into the belly and let that expand and contract with your breath. Uh, but yeah, that's, that breath piece is huge. And then I think sometimes things get underrated as far as how intense they really are for the belly. So this, this issue of repetitive stress through sitting, that, that really is a big one that, that a lot of times it can be easy to dismiss the importance of that. Uh, the other one that I think gets really underrated is laparoscopic surgery because it seems so much less invasive than the way surgery used to be done as far as opening you all the way up. Um, but, but really, even though the, the external scars are very small um, and then it's very easy to ignore them once they've healed, there's a lot of internal stuff that happens during surgery and uh, additional incisions sometimes that happen inside the belly, the cavity of the abdomen during surgery that we can't see and so we kind of forget how important that is. 
Um, and so that's another place that I think kind of gets underrated is this issue of incision scars and scarring that's inside the belly that we can't actually see. Right. So do you have a specific way to get into, say, uh, C-section scars or, say, um, scars from, uh, you know, open heart surgery? Do you have different ways of accessing those tissues versus, um, like, the, the woman who came in to see you with the abdominal adhesion specifically, mm -hmm. do you treat the tissues differently? That's a really great question. And, you know, the, the first part of the question that I'll just get out of the way really quickly is that it's individual. So everybody has a little bit of a different need around their scars and how to address their scars. So for some people, they really need to start just at the skin layer and, and just address that and resolve that and start to get comfortable with the idea of even being touched in this place because scars are so funky feeling. And oftentimes, just laying your hand over a scar can cause a wave of nausea or such Horror, such like gross feeling that you just never want to touch it again. That is so common, and that's actually a really normal part of healing because your body needs to give you those signals so that you don't disrupt the scar while it's actually knitting the tissue back together. So that serves a really good purpose until it doesn't. So, again, once those tissues have been knitted back together, then you really do need to kind of retrain your body, retrain your brain to accept touch in that area so that you can get those scars moving and so you can get them to be a dynamic part of your belly rather than just a locked down part. And surgery itself is traumatic enough that it will oftentimes make it hard for the tissues of the belly, whether it's muscle or fascia or the organ tissue or the, you know, the ligaments or the broad sheets of fascia, it, surgery is enough of a trauma that it can actually make it hard for those tissues to slip and slide over each other, which is, um, in the long run, what we really want to be happening is for that slipping and sliding of the tissues so that they can be able to move really freely. But, um, but really, we just we want the scars, as I keep saying, to be dynamic, to be flexible, and this manual work can really help with that. Uh, it all sort of depends on what you need, but to be quite frank, like the, the actual techniques themselves are not difficult to learn, and you really can learn them for yourself and use them on yourself. I've definitely done this with uh, various scars that I have, and it's just a really good long-term piece of information and knowledge to have to be able to use for yourself. Right. And that's one of the things that I was really excited about, Isabel, is that you offer self-care programs. So yeah. when I checked out your website, um, I found lo lots of, well, not, I shouldn't say lots. You have a free program, yeah. which is very, you know, looking through it, very, very extensive and high quality. And you also offer a paid program. Can you share a little bit about what both programs are and how people can benefit from this self-care program? Oh, well, thank you. Yes. Um, and I'll just say I'm so glad that you think that the free program is so robust and has good stuff in it. Um, that was really my goal. <clears throat> so the online programs really started years ago when I first realized that nobody was talking about how important this manual work is and how much it can really, truly help. 
And I was just determined to do something about that. So I was so interested in giving people as much as possible to, one, create this connection with their belly. Because when we're in this level of pain or dysfunction for long periods of time, what we tend to do is wall ourselves off from it, to try to ignore it, to because we're scared and we're so often people are scared by what they've been told by their doctors or by their surgeon or, um, you know, for whatever reason, like there's so much fear involved in all of this and it's totally understandable. And at the same time, it unfortunately tends to alienate us from our own bodies. And so we feel like we don't have any power over that area of our body anymore. We feel like it's not safe to engage with that area of our body anymore. And I am just so interested in helping people move past that because it is essential to healing just in general, but especially with this, these big belly issues, pain issues and adhesions and all of that. It is so essential to connect back in and to get your own understanding of what's happening in your own belly because no, practitioners are wonderful. We're the ones that can help you have perspective. We're the ones that can put names to things that you might not know the names of. We're the ones that can educate you about what your um, options are and and do some very detailed um, and important work for you, with you. But even with all of that, there is absolutely nobody that knows your belly better than you. Uh, there's nobody that can know it better than you because it's your belly. It's your body. And I just feel so passionately, as you can probably hear in my voice, that we have to reclaim that um, for full health. Like you really just have to re-engage with the belly as scary as it is. And I know it is scary as much pain and trauma as has been there. And I totally understand that for some people, it's just been almost unimaginable the amount of pain and trauma that they've experienced there um, over the course of years sometimes. And so it's not like I'm trying to gloss over how hard this is, but I, regardless of how hard it has been, I just absolutely see over and over and over again that the more that people reconnect back in with their own bellies and gather their own information about what's happening in their belly, the faster they move forward in their health, the more complete their, the resolution of the pain and the dysfunction and the, and the chronic nature of everything is, the more complete that is. And quite frankly, they're just the happier they are because it's actually them making the difference. They don't have to fully 100% rely on somebody else to do that for them. They have power in this situation. And like I said, I am a practitioner. I love practitioners. I really think we're essential. But again, like there is just not enough that can be said for having this information, having this um, connection to your own belly. So all of my programs are geared towards that. The free program gives you a lot of information and a lot of know-how to just get started. The paid program is really when you're ready to move deeper and and really make some um, specific changes in your belly that maybe have been you haven't understood exactly how to resolve one part or another. Um, and there's just so much extra education, so much extra information, and so much more hands-on technique in the paid program. Um, I love them both, and I just think together they're such a powerful combination of things that people can do in order to really help themselves. Well, that's wonderful. How, what, what would somebody, um, how would somebody know that, that this would be something that they need getting in and doing the self-care work? Yeah, that's a really important question. And 
there's really sort of a sliding scale here. And on one end of it is, of course, if you've had surgery or are, you know you're going to have to have surgery, then just plan on it. Plan on doing this work, whether it's through self-care or with a practitioner. Um, it, there's just there's not a single person who has received surgery that I wouldn't recommend it to. So that's sort of one end of that sliding scale. And then the other end of it is nobody, somebody who has never even, it's never even been a consideration that they need surgery. All they're having is an occasional bout of really intense bloating in their belly that they have no explanation for. Um, and they, maybe they've never even thought to mention it to their doctor. And so that's a really good candidate for this work because it means something is slightly off um, in their belly and it might be something in the digestive process. So it's not even something that's necessarily in the tissues themselves. Maybe it resolves with a diet change, but maybe they've tried all kinds of diet changes and it's still not resolving great, get your hands in there and start checking around, see what you feel. So often what's happening just in the tissues of our belly gets really underestimated as far as how much it, uh, distress that it can cause. Um, so, you know, the occasional sharp pain in the belly that resolves within like 20 seconds, but it kind of is starting to happen more frequently. Nothing's really quote unquote wrong. You're not noticing any huge changes in your belly or in your digestion or in any other function. It's just like weird that you have these occasional stabbing pains. That's another excellent candidate for this type of work. So it really runs the gamut as far as who is a good candidate for this, but it's almost everybody. <laughs> Yeah, you know, as you're talking, I'm even thinking about, you know, you said bloating. So even, have you worked with many people who had digestive disturbance, maybe even a hiatal hernia or um, um, GERD, you know, reflux, and mm -hmm. doing the the belly work and the the soft tissue work, did that start to change their, their uh, digestive issues? Yes, absolutely. And, you know, the hernias, the acid reflux, these are such common things to see when you're working a lot with the abdomen and the belly. And there's so much that can be done for those specific things, you know, so much up under the ribs. There's so much happening in the, in the beginning of that digestive process that oftentimes gets off kilter, not because of what you're putting in, but because the tissues around the structures of, say, the esophagus and the stomach in the case of a hiatal hernia um, or acid reflux. Uh, a lot of times it's those structures are just slightly not aligned quite right in the abdominal cavity and massaging around that area, through that area, um, touching through there, resolving those tension patterns will just resolve so much of it for people, uh, which is wonderful. And then, you know, of course, I would say like 98% of the people that I work with are simultaneously working with the digestive process in the sense of they have SIBO, small intestine bacterial overgrowth, or IBS, or other sort of digestive disturbances, um, or, you know, celiac disease, or um, things that have really compromised the digestive process. And so they're working with that through nutrition, with their naturopathic doctor, or their dietitian, or their medical doctor, whoever it may be that they're, uh, that is helping them with that. 
they're working with that sort of from the more internal perspective and then the belly work coupled with that just can create amazing amounts of relief. And so one of the things that I see most often with those uh, clients who I work with is that, you know, they'll come in and say, oh my gosh, I tripped over a garden hose yesterday and landed really hard on my knee. Um, and then the next day I was so constipated and my naturopath thinks that it's a reaction to this supplement that I'm taking and I'll say, okay, well, let's back up. You tripped and that can, you fell, you fell, you hit your knees really hard. Um, so that can have a huge impact on the abdomen, on the belly. Like at the very least, the muscles tensed in order to protect you um, or tensed from the jolt. And so let's take a look at just the physical structures of your belly and see if the constipation might be related to that rather than something in the more physiological structure of the body. And so, you know, just a little bit of that hands-on on the intestine area of the belly will resolve the constipation. And so it can, you know, they work in tandem with each other. And I think it's really beautiful. And I think it actually makes the whole process of healing move faster when you're, when you're addressing it both from inside and from out. Oh, that's beautiful. Huh. So that really seems to kind of tie in a lot, you know, with, with the work that I, I do working with yeah. the pelvic floor, very common, um, People are also experiencing digestive disturbance, um, mm -hmm. irritable bowel, constipation, and there's so many different ways to address the system, potentially, but sometimes it can be as simple as getting in and acknowledging the area. And I really appreciate one of the things that you've talked about is um, and this was um, before when we spoke, you mentioned sometimes getting in and doing belly work can be scary. Yes. And how, how do you deal with that? How do you manage that? How do you allow people to bring the, bring the safety in so it's not so scary? Yes. So this is the primary question that I get from people, whether they're coming to me in person or using any of the online offerings that I have, um, is people want to make sure that they're not going to make themselves worse, you know, that they're not going to hurt themselves. This is hugely important. And of course, it is of the utmost importance to me as a practitioner as well. <laughs> I mean, I definitely don't want people to be harmed as a result of the work that I offer. So the way that I deal with this really is in a um, in the structure of the work that I do. So I really take it from the perspective of let's learn about how the body, how the belly specifically is put together, which is in these beautiful layers. And this is something that was brought to light by one of my teachers, Marty Ryan. And he really, this is how he teaches us as practitioners. And in turn, this is how I educate all of my clients and any other practitioners who I end up training is that really the safety is in respecting the structure of the belly. And so we start at the skin layer. And if that's as far as you can get in the beginning, that's fine. You do not need to like dig in, head straight for the pain and just scrub that out of there. Like, that's not, that is absolutely not our goal. That can create just as much trauma as what you've already experienced. And we, my number one goal always is to never add in any more trauma than has already been experienced. 
And so in order to make sure that that doesn't happen, that we're not adding in more trauma, we take it slow and we take it one layer of the belly at a time. So you can see in both the free and the paid programs that I offer, we really take this seriously and we just go layer by layer by layer to make sure that we're respecting what's there and that we're not moving too fast. And I always pace my programs as well so that people can just stop take hands off, get a drink of water, move around, take a break, maybe even a break that lasts a couple days. See how your body is dealing with it. If you need to adjust the way that you're working, go for it, adjust it, um, but then come back and keep engaging. So the safety really is in taking that process of step by step, taking it seriously. And, um, that's, you know, the other question that I get so often is sort of related, which is, I have no idea what I'm doing. How could I possibly make a difference? Well, when I started, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> and if you, you know, it's, it's a learning experience. And I think that's something that we all want the expert. We all want somebody who already knows exactly what they're doing. And that makes total sense. Um, and I certainly don't discount the need for that. But again, you can become the expert in your own belly if you just take it slow and give yourself time. And I would guess that this is something that you see in your work too, Susan, as far as once people feel like there is something that they can do, they'll just go for it. And like they'll, they'll tend to sort of overdo it in the quest for, oh my gosh, this is going to help. This is going to work. I'm just going to do it. Um, and that's something that I am constantly working with that push-pull um, of that in myself as well as with my clients, both in person and online, is that, you know, we really want to just take this one step at a time, be reasonable about it, and that is what gets us there more quickly, actually, than if we just dive in, try to fix everything, quote-unquote, fix everything at once and uh, expect good results from that. You certainly can get some results from that. And there are times when you need to push in deeper, you know, like we really want to allow the belly to invite us in to, we want to wait until we feel that invitation. But sometimes that invitation just doesn't seem to be showing up. So then sometimes maybe we need to insist a little bit and say, no, really, I am knocking on this door. I really want access here. I want to see what's going on. And so we will choose to move a little bit more deeply, even if we don't totally feel that invitation right at first. But we're also going to do that in a reasonable way. We're going to, we're going to kind of insist a little bit and then back off and then insist a little bit and then back off and just see what happens and take the information that we gather from that process and move forward from there. So, you know, there's always this balancing act going on, but it is the balancing act that keeps us safe. Actually, as you're, as you're sharing, it really, to me, it's, it seems like just for overall mental, emotional, and spiritual health, Mm -hmm. Connecting with the belly, whether you are having symptom or not, sounds like a great entry point into self-discovery. Uh, meet and greet. Uh, I, it's, yes. I, 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 more and more I, I realize that we have so many different ways to exit because our life is so crazy. And a lot of times we don't even realize we're doing that. So what a great way to check in and reconnect with self. That's really, really powerful. 
Oh, thank you so much for saying that. And I agree completely. Yeah. Well, I am so, so excited about your online programs and your work. I, I wish I lived in Portland to, <laughs> to come and receive. Um, so can you share your where people can find you? Where can they find your online programs? Oh, thank you. Yes. Uh, so the easiest way is just to type healmybelly.com into your web browser, and it'll take you right there. Um, so that turns into abdominaladhesiontreatment.com, but healmybelly.com is so much easier to type in. Uh, and that my website is full of articles and my blog and, of course, the free self-care program. It's right there on the front page. You don't have to dig for it at all. And then, of course, I also have in-person sessions, whether in my uh, office or virtually over the phone. Well, thank you so much for taking time today to share with me your expertise. And what, what I, again, I'm what I really appreciate with you, Isabel, is you're, you're sharing the self-care strategies and that's something that I'm really passionate about and I really am happy that you're out there and uh, too bad that this isn't an um, casting your face because your face is just full of light and full of caring and compassion and that shows in your work and I'm really grateful that we got to take this time today. Thank you so much Susan and I am likewise so happy to be connected to you.